If you are looking to elevate your leadership and drive your nonprofit forward, I invite you to subscribe to the Successful Nonprofits newsletter. Every week, I curate exclusive shareworthy content that sparks inspiration, innovation, and conversation. From the latest trends to timeless advice, the weekly email newsletter is your all-access pass to a treasure trove of resources. But receiving the newsletter is not just about staying informed. It's also about getting our best content first. Subscribers get first access to our newest downloadable templates designed to propel your leadership and amplify your impact. And that's not all, my friend. We are constantly working on new ways to support you and your mission. So as a subscriber, you'll get updates on our latest projects, opportunities to participate in surveys, and a say in the topics that we tackle next. You will essentially get me as a consultant, coach, and confidant in your inbox, ready to help you navigate the challenges of nonprofit leadership. So if you're an executive director, board chair, or a nonprofit leader who believes in making a difference, join me as a newsletter subscriber. Visit SuccessfulNonprofits.com forward slash newsletter to sign up today. And now, friend, let me take you to the episode you've downloaded. Welcome to the Successful Nonprofits Bonus Break. I'm your host, Dolph Goldenberg. The Bonus Break is a short episode you can listen to while taking a coffee break and get the added bonus of making you and your nonprofit more successful. Produced as a companion to our longer Successful Nonprofits podcast, the bonus break covers all of the topics you care most about, professional development, fundraising, governance, board relations, marketing, and more. This bonus break shares six tips for more effective meetings. Nothing kills enthusiasm and saps productivity like long, disorganized, or unproductive meetings. This is true regardless of the type of meeting, whether it's a board meeting, a staff meeting, or even a one-on-one meeting between colleagues. For purposes of illustration and examples, we are going to assume that we're talking about board meetings today, but a lot of what we discuss can also be applied to staff meetings and those one-on-one meetings. Now, the first tip has to do with preparing and distributing an agenda and written materials before every meeting. A few things to think about on this agenda. The first is that it should be distributed to the board with sufficient advance time for people to be able to read the materials and fully digest them. The agenda should also be structured in such a way that there is time and space in the meeting for meaningful input and to ensure that the board votes on important issues. And one of the things that you can do to ensure the agenda is structured for that is to include a consent agenda. And that essentially bundles all of your routine business and reports into one agenda item that just gets voted on on its own. So typically that will probably include like the executive director's written report, um, the minutes from the prior meeting, those types of things. So that all gets bundled together and it's one vote in the consent agenda. And then the last thing to think about on agendas is make sure you stick to the printed agenda. Now, there are always some members who will want to bring up things that are not on the agenda. And it's fine to table those items of business, either ask a committee to think about it and work on it, or to say we're going to deal with this in an upcoming board meeting. The second tip 
for effective meetings. And this one's going to sound obvious, but attendance, you've got to play to win. And this means that boards need to develop and enforce written expectations about meeting attendance. But it goes beyond that. It's also important that people show up on time and that those who do show up on time are rewarded by the meeting starting on time. So if the meeting's supposed to start at 6 p.m., even if there's a bad traffic jam on the highway, get it started at 6 p.m. The third is to start with a generative question. And generative questions are really gateways into additional inquiry and really get people to focus their thinking. And here's an example of a generative question that maybe you want to start your meeting with. You could ask everyone to respond to this question. What question, if answered, could make the most difference to the future of our organization? Another generative question that I've used with boards is, what do we want the legacy of our board to be when everybody looks back in five years? So again, that focuses your inquiry and it makes you think about things from a very different perspective. Now, the fourth is to stop the report outs. Nothing makes meetings more dull than just having a bunch of report outs. The executive director report that takes half an hour, the committee reports that each take 10 or 15 minutes. By the time all the report outs are done, the meeting has been going on for two hours and the board has yet to have any really substantive conversations about issues that it is facing. So instead of having these report outs, give people an opportunity to ask what in each of the reports they might like additional information on or have questions about. Now, again, this does assume that they received the reports in time to read them before the meeting and that they did read them before the meeting. And then the last thing that committees can do instead of just report outs is to have a strategic question for the group. A good example of a strategic question is a finance committee. You know, after very briefly reporting on the financial state of the organization, could then say, you know, in three months we are going to start working on the agency's new budget. How would the board feel about the possibility of us having a significant deficit next year so that we can invest in infrastructure? Let's discuss this. And then, and then the, the finance committee gets feedback, and they then are better able to craft a budget that both meets the board's expectations while also helping to address those infrastructure issues that it believes the organization needs to address. The fifth tip is to use small group discussions to minimize the influence of your loudest one or two board members. We've all seen it. Every board has one or two people who like to talk three, four, five times as much as everybody else. And so if you have small group discussions, you can often limit really how loudly that individual's voice is heard. And you can do this in one of two ways. A, you could break it out by committee. So let's say the organization needs to discuss the possible benefits and disadvantages of closing a program. Well, if the board is going to be discussing this, it can actually break it out by committee. So the finance committee can say, okay, from the financial perspective, what does it look like if we keep this program or if we close it? The governance committee can ask, how does this impact our mission? And how does this impact 
our ability to find new board members. The development committee can ask the exact same question, but as it pertains to fundraising. So if we keep this program, how does it impact our fundraising? And if we eliminate this program, how does it impact our fundraising? So you can actually break it out by the functional areas of committees. But another very good way to do it is a strategy cafe, which a lot of people know is a world cafe. A world cafe is a structured conversational process for sharing information. Essentially what you'll do is you'll divide the board into groups. If it's a 15 person board, you'd probably divide it into about three groups. And those groups would each discuss the topic at essentially amongst themselves. And then after five minutes or eight minutes, the individuals in that group would move over to another group and be introduced to the previous discussion by one person who stays behind, who is essentially the group host. I've seen strategy cafes be used very effectively on board meetings. And again, it is a very good way to get some of your most vocal board members to take a little bit of a step back. And then the last tip. Tip number six for having an effective meeting is to follow up after the meeting with a written summary that includes a task list with deadlines. Now, this is not the meeting minutes. The meeting minutes might take a longer period of time to produce, but this really is uh, based on the agenda. Here is, you know, here are the tasks that each of us as group members have agreed to do between now and the next meeting. So those are our six tips for having more effective meetings. I think if you were to only do two of them, the two that I would recommend that you do is to stop report outs and instead ask what in each written report someone may have a question about. And the second is to start asking generative questions instead of, again, just reading reports. Now, this bonus break and the Successful Nonprofits podcast is produced by the Goldenberg Group as part of our mission to provide board development, strategic planning, and interim leadership to help nonprofits thrive in a competitive environment. Be sure to visit our podcast website at SuccessfulNonprofits.com or find me, Dolph Goldenberg, at GoldenbergGroup.com on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter. Thanks for joining us for this bonus break, and I hope you gain some insight to help your nonprofit thrive in a competitive environment.